You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy Daily. I'm your host for this go-around, Jake McCandless, and my heart is, is how can we help one another navigate such a time as this? How can we help one another prepare so that we will stand firm in the challenges to come? And I'm presenting to you a strange series, (laughs) and I'm leading a conversation that's a bit strange, but I believe needed. I'm approaching this episode, the previous three, and probably some in the future, on looking back at COVID and not dissecting you know, what happened there, what should have happened there, but to look at it as a warning shot of how things could be in the last days or leading up to the last days. Therefore, as fellow watchmen and watchwomen who are on the proverbial wall of life, seeing within Scripture what to look for, and then possibly seeing it in the world, and then being guided in the Holy Spirit on what we are seeing. Therefore, us being warned and trying to warn others, and then seeing it come to pass in some degree, what can we learn? What are the lessons that we can learn to be more effective watchmen the next go-around? How can we be more effective this next go-around? I think it's a valid discussion. It's one that's been beneficial for me to work through myself. But it's also, we do not have any discussions on how to be a watchman. So what can we learn? Well, I spent some time reflecting on this, came up with over 50 lessons myself to guide me, and I want to share some of those. I'm not sharing all 50. I'm not doing 50 episodes with that. But I do want to talk about, okay, looking back at COVID, how can we learn to be better watchmen in being warned, trying to warn, and then seeing. In the first episode, I encourage you to give yourself a pat on the back. I know that's weird, (laughs) but to realize, hey, you were right. If you'd been tracking before COVID and realizing, hey, some things are going to happen, it's going to impact some people. We need to be ready. And you saw it come to pass. You were right. Realize that. I mean, for all the times you've been given a hard time, for the times you've been thought that you were crazy, hey, realize, hey, you were right. That leads straight into the second lesson, which was, okay, whatever you were doing to be right, however you were seeking the Lord, keep doing it, even double down more so on that. And then in the last episode, the third lesson we looked at was a bit of a negative. It was a bit of a a warning here. I talked about not filling in the blanks. Okay, the Lord reveals something in his word and his spirit to you. He doesn't give all the details. That's kind of how the Lord rolls. If we go back and we look at the other prophetic books within Scripture, we all wish we had more details. But we've got to be cautious not to fill in the blanks ourselves. Our human nature, and and I don't know for sure, but I, I really feel like, I guess the, the little bit I do know, that our Western modern culture yields us to fill in the blanks more than some cultures would in the past and some do today. I'm sure it's human tendency to do that, but just know that we're also more predisposed to do so. 
that's a temptation we will have. So we've learned some lessons. Let's keep learning some lessons, especially in terms of these first lessons are really in terms of, okay, as we're being warned ourselves, as we're dealing with this, wrestling with this ourselves, how can we do that better? Are you ready? You ready for this fourth lesson? Own it. Yeah. Own your weird. (laughs) Own your station. Own the warning. Own the call to warn others. Own it. Now, across, across this collective room of us in this conversation, we're all different. Some of you have no problem owning your weird. <laughs> and, and being specific here, owning being a prophetic voice. Probably for some of you, we need to have a lesson on dialing down the owning of it, right? Like you're okay in the, the seat of judgment. But then others, and I would put myself on this list, more reluctant. Listen, I want to be a respected Bible teacher. Giving prophetic warnings from Scripture is not the way you do that in modern America. Now, that's more indicative of our times. It's more indicative of the hearts out there, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, before I launched Stand Firm and begin writing and speaking on these things, I was a respected Bible teacher and pastor. This did not help my cause in any way which is a lot of the problem. And so again, some of you, I know this is not a problem you have. Maybe the other side of it is, okay, let's, let's rein in my, my zeal a bit, but I struggled owning it. I struggled being the weird one. I struggled with boldness. And if there's something I would like to have back before COVID, it would be the opportunity to be more bold with it. And maybe that's why I lean in so much to this idea of, okay, we saw a warning shot. Okay, how can we do different this next go around? If you're truly seeking the Lord, in several episodes back, I I talked about reading Scripture and putting yourself in neutral. And I think that's important to add here because we need to make sure we're not relaying what we think, what our opinions are, but relaying what's in the Word, relaying what has been revealed in the Spirit. Like there's this line of, okay, we can just run with an idea that truly isn't from the Lord and it isn't the the best you know assessment or rightly dividing of the word. But we also need to realize the Lord calls us to step out on faith. And I think in, in this case, as we feel these warnings and we see these things in scripture and we see things from the wall, we need to own it. We need to be willing to be the odd man or woman out. We need to not be afraid to share. I think you get what I mean, right? If there's one thing that, again, if I could have back is, is I would have loved to have left more on the field. In this next go around, I don't want to have any regrets in terms of boldness, in terms of sharing. You know, I, th- I think of places like Austin and Portland where if you're there, you know what I'm saying, is where you talk about, you know, owning your weird, <laughs> being the weird ones. And as I heard one comedian say, you know, how dare you try to uh, mark, corner the market on weirdness? 
But I think as we go back and we read those Old Testament prophets, they came to a point where they owned it. And I'm sure different ones were more bold than the others. Some owned it more. I think of Ezekiel, all the weird stuff he was called to do. I mean, Hosea, what he was called to do. And they came to a point to know this is what the this is the lot I've been given in life. This is what the Lord has called me to do. And yeah, it is different. Yeah, I'm going against the grain, but this is what the Lord's called. This is the truth. This is me. I own it. I'm being bold about it. We have to get there. We have to be there. And I hope if you were tracking before COVID and you can look back and say, you know what? Some things happened like I, I felt they were. That should give us more confidence to say, hey, you know what? We're ultimately not going to be the weird ones. So if we're going to own it, again, that leads to being bold, being brave. And I think that really starts with telling the people we love. I don't know about you, but I find it easier, really in most all things biblical, uh, but especially when it comes to, you know, where I know I'm going against the grain and I'm, I'm sharing these things, sharing with the people I, I love the most, my family and friends. Like, you know, I can hop on, you know, come in the studio and hop on a podcast or hop on a video and tell the world. But just that normal conversation with with family can be the hardest. And I may have some family listening to this. I hope I do. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> you know, I don't know if listen to it. You know, I've been on this journey for several years. And I will say those people closest to me, they weren't on board when I first started. They weren't against me, fully supportive. I, I, I've not had any family or real close friends that's not been support supportive. But as far as leaning in and completely embracing, no. But you know what? Over time, I've seen it. I've seen people I love come around. Come around to recognizing the time. Coming around to accepting some views that maybe they weren't open to before. And it's taken time. But that consistency of the message, and then as eyes begin to be opened and to see, it happens. And and that's one thing that I'm thankful for is that consistency I allowed to those people close to me in life. Because believe it or not, even if they aren't responding how you think they should, they're listening. They are listening. And so along with owning it, along with being bold, along with being one of the weird ones, tell the people you love and realize they're listening more than you realize. One of the lessons I wrote down was, Give MREs for Christmas. <laughs> Slip in someone's stocking. So many of you who've, who've maybe followed me in Stanford for a while know that over the past couple of years, I went through some health transformations, some positive ones actually, and uh, got, got serious about my own health and went on this journey, lost 85 pounds, uh, fighting to still keep those that off and, uh, and just change how I approach things. And in that journey, someone said, you know, as you're around others, lead out with your own health. Now, again, I, I don't have all the healthy habits down for sure. Um, which means if you want to eat healthy and you're going to an event, hosting an event, 
offer that healthy food. If you're out somewhere ordering food, I'm, I was bad about, you know, maybe I'm on my own. I make the right decisions when I'm with somebody. I'm like, I don't want to be the weird one. <laughs> and so I might just order what I normally would order. But to not be ashamed to lead out. And what happens as you lead out with your help and health and your habits, others will begin to, to see the benefit and they might follow. Yeah, especially with my kids. You know, that, that's a real, you, that, that's a conversation you've got to be careful with, with people close to you, right? But the one thing you can do is lead out with it yourself. And so, I mean, think about it. If, if you have someone you love that you want to persuade them to, persuade them to be more healthier, to be healthier, just telling them it's not going to be enough, right? Rather, you live it. They see the benefit. Offer some things, they're more likely to come around. And I think in terms of preparing and helping others prepare, warning and helping others warning, it's not only that we say it, but we put into practice the actions. I think one of the biggest benefits for me is since COVID, I've completely changed how I do ministry. And so before, I, I might would preach Right. Do a podcast and say how things should be different, but then you go back, you came to my church and I was doing everything the same. But now it's like, okay, Jack, you you're doing some stuff totally different. You're not just the weird one in thought and word now. You're weird in your actions. <laughs> but then over time, as you commit to that, it's like, you know what? It may be something to this. No, I think a lot of times when it comes to any type of preparing, whether that's physically, spiritually, whatever that is, we're really more, we care more about others. You know, we're like, you know, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. How, whatever happens. And so I think this idea of, of owning it, not just in word and in thought, but owning it in how you shape your life. And, and you can think of all the scriptural uh, ramifications with this, right? You know, it's just being... Being true to it. I, I think that, you know, we're blessed. Talk about warning shots. We've got this huge warning shot in Scripture of the first advent. When Jesus came the first time, thinking of those who received him, I think Simeon and Anna are the huge heroes. Mary and Joseph, the wise men, later the disciples, first disciples. But I think Anna and Simeon, they were the weird ones. But they aren't just saying it. They lived differently. If we really want to warn others, we've got to be putting it to practice. We've got to own it. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 